0: This is the show that pulls back the industry curtain. We're exploring pop culture, music icons, and food gods. It's the Jeremiah Show, and he's your radio host. And now, back from a race around the sun, Jeremiah Higgins.
1: It's the Jeremiah Show and Evolve Entertainment, featuring its radio with TV's Tim Stack. Mike Gormley presents Music Icons, The Arwen Lewis Show, and The Angel Baby Show.
2: Four, rock it back, one, two, three steps Sunny, need bring brand slap Big doll, lead the straps Got the bass jumping. Sub frequencies on mm-hmm. low track Beat, yeah, can't replicate, can't repeat, yeah. EMG bitted balls five rip rolls vibes, impact music here to change your lives. Hitting pharmaceutical to that I prescribe. And then what can do it? Come on and join the tribe. It's just a little jit moving side to side. It's just a little jit moving side.
1: Welcome to the Jeremiah Show. My special guest today is Sonny Emery. Sonny's a singer, a songwriter and a fantastic and incredible drummer and percussionist. Sonny was a member of the Bruce Hornsby's Noisemakers Band from 2002 to 2018. That's that's a career in itself right there. (laughs) Those are some good years. He's also a former member of the band Earth, Wind and Fire. He's worked with legendary artists such as, like I mentioned before, Bruce Hornsby, Steely Dan, eric Clapton the b52s and he kicked off eric clapton's 2023 north american tour september 8th in pittsburgh pennsylvania sonny's out here actually in la right now and joins us from la uh he's here to to perform at the crypto arena and a, and a couple other places um he's gonna join the legendary guitarist eric Clapton for his crossroads guitar festival it's in Los Angeles, again, at the Crypto on September 23rd and 24th. But if that wasn't enough big news for you, Sunny has formed an exciting new group, Sonny and the Seventh Time. The members of the band's musical credits are literally a who's who in the music industry. And drummer Sonny Emery and longtime friend, bassist Sam Sims, are joined by sonny's talented sons nick yamron he's on vocals and keys and nye Emery. he's the master engineer on the album and they presented their self-titled debut album to the world the seventh time on november 17th welcome my friend sonny Emery.
3: oh thanks jeremiah
1: good great to, to be you. here buddy <laughs> it's good to have you here it's good to see you uh yeah. of course we're doing this as a radio show and if you want to check out the, uh, the Sonny, you know, in person, he's on. We'll uh, uh, be on the YouTube channel. We'll put this interview up. Yeah. Let me start with an easy question for you. <laughs> how good does it feel right now that you've presented this creation that you've worked on so long, your album to the world? How does it feel to present that? It's, it's this week. I mean, it's got to feel
3: Yeah, uh, it's, Yeah, it really does. It feels really, really good to get to that uh, that milestone, um, you know, if you're if you're a musician or you're creative and you're working on a work for quite some time, once you finally see it come to to life and um, and finish the process, for me, is is such a gratifying feeling. You know, we put our heart and soul into our art. You know, and um, I mean anybody. I mean, it doesn't doesn't matter if you're in music or whatever you do. If you attack the task and you have a big task in front of you and you complete the task, there's a certain amount of uh, fulfillment and gratification there. So yeah, man, I, f- I feel great. You know, I feel really, really good. And then it's all coming together with the, uh, you know, with Eric's schedule and sync with what's going on with, with uh, myself over there with him. And uh, I'm just, I'm having a ball right now musically, man. Just, you know, kind of popping on all cylinders. I'm getting to play. There's great music with eric every night and and uh you know kind of digging promoting my own thing and you know so it's fun big time uh, yeah
1: <laughs> i know i always whenever i have some whenever i hear someone ask that question i always think well that's of course it feels good you know it's kind of a, <laughs> yeah. it's a throwaway yeah. but i but i i've really thought about it cuz i listened to your album this weekend so yeah. I, well, I got it on friday and i just been listening to it um, it's we're playing it throughout the show today okay um, and it's so so good and i just keep keep kind of putting myself in your shoes i'm i'm feeling <laughs> that joy that i yeah. can feel it in the music and then i'm yeah.
3: thinking well that's yeah. good cuz that's exactly what i want people to feel man i mean that's why that's why i do it period you know what i mean that's why i play drums that's why i'm a musician that's why i want to record music and get it out i mean you know it's this is about uh making people feel good and forget any worries or whatever they may have for just a few minutes man you know what i mean mm-hmm. and just just spread some joy some love and some light um you know, the other part of it is I'm happy that the process is over. I'm really, <laughs> I'm relieved. You know, but uh, I I love doing it. You know what I mean? And and so uh, you no, know, it's never
1: over, really. Yeah, it's never <laughs>
3: over. But it, you- I mean, even even when you're done, like I'm listening to the album now, and I'm going, oh, maybe I should have done this, maybe I should have done that. <laughs> it's it's a, a never-ending cycle, man. You know what I mean? All you can do is that's a chapter. You know, and then for the next one, I just go on to the next chapter, man, and just kind of keep creating and, and try to keep improving on what, you know, what we've done, you know.
1: Mm -hmm. And isn't that a cool thing as a musician, once you've created this album and you, you listen back and you're, you're a perfectionist and you're like, oh, I could have, maybe I could have done this a little bit different or that. Well, you get to take it on the, on the road, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you You can you can you can play, do all that, yeah. Play with that and see. If yeah, it but
3: you know, being the perfectionist I am and the sonic snob I am, <laughs> that's what my kids call me. And, sonic uh, snob. Yeah, and uh, and my my close friends like Sam boy, he is a real sonic snob. But you know, when you're when you're in in it that deeply, you're gonna always hear something that can be different. It's not necessarily better, and that's what I've kind of, kind of matured kind of gotten to that point where it's like, okay, well, yeah, we could have done it like that or we could have recorded that tambourine that way or done that vocal or, you know, put a different effect on that, but that doesn't make it any better. That makes it different, you know? Yeah. So when you, when you kind of come to that conclusion, you go, okay, let me, I'm going to do the best. I'm going to do what feels good to me at this point and then put it out. And hopefully people will like it.
1: (laughs) And connect and, and, and bring that joy. Yeah. Um, and that connection, yeah, because
3: that's really what it's all about, man. You know, people listen to music, man, they're not going nearly as deep as we go as musicians, you know what I mean? If it feels good, if it's coming off the stage or off the speakers and it's feeling good, they don't care about what EQ or what you know, what compressor Mm -hmm. or none of that stuff, they you know, they don't care,
1: you know. Well, part of my life is in the food business, so I always tell people that when they're trying wine for the for the first time they get so scared to try wine and mm-hmm. talk about it and i'm like do you like it yeah right <laughs> it. you know <laughs> yeah. you can right. talk about all the complexities and all that yeah that's that's just gonna that's boring just yeah yeah, like yeah. exactly <laughs> and exactly. i think music has that you know has a much deeper obviously yeah. the wine but has this you know if it feels good to you if it connects with you
3: yeah, yeah like exactly. it right there you exactly. go you right, you, exactly that's the because that's 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 the point of doing it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if it's not going to connect with anybody, what well, there's no no meaning, no point. You know?
1: Yeah. It's and it's such a. I mean, it's been said a million times, but it's such a universal connector. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, more exactly. than anything, I think out there. I mean, more than language or anything, you can really connect your music. Yeah. Into its own yeah. language.
3: And it's yeah. a, and it's and it's a healer. You mm-hmm. know, music heals people, man. You know what I mean? It just it just it can change your mood. If your mood is different, you start to think differently, your body starts to react differently, it can hit, actually heal people, man. So, you know, that's why, you know, I'm very particular about what we say in the lyrics that we that we write, because I want to make sure that we're conscious of what we're saying and putting out to the world, you know.
1: Yeah, that is so important, isn't it? I'm, I think it really breaks through now. It, it, um... You can hear when you hear what you're putting out, and it's right, and it's um, and it's pure and good and honest. Mm-hmm. It stands out more now than ever, I think, in this yeah, world, this yeah, does exactly. I mean, Because there's so much. It's so easy to complain. It's so easy to get angry. It's so easy yeah. to divide. But the yeah. you know when you put out something good, yeah, uh, that that people can connect with and go, oh, you know, there is some hope. There there some right, exactly.
3: there. right, and it's about um, unification, man, not not dividing, you know, so as much as, you know, we can do as artists to facilitate that, you know.
1: Well, I want to get to that, too, and I want to get into the album a little bit more mm-hmm. um in a moment here, but since, it, it, Sonny, it's your first time on this show, and then we get, you know, it's... I really want to take some time to kind of get to know you and let the listener get to know you. I'm here, buddy. Behind behind the music. Let's do it. So how did it all begin for you? How did, meaning uh, music in this path that you chose for your life, where did it all begin? What's, what's day one ground? Well, the
3: short, the short answer is God put this serious musical seed in me, man. And when I was born, uh, just you know, really quickly, my the first thing that my dad did when he brought me home from the the hospital was to push my bassinet up against uh, the stereo console. You know the floor models. And okay. He had Miles playing. My dad was a jazz musician. He had Miles playing, oh. uh, kind of blue. Yes, that's the first thing that you know he shoved my the bassinet right up against that. <laughs> that stereo that's
1: console. that's a good first yeah. album. Yeah, right.
3: Exactly <laughs> to be so, introduced. To- So my grandfather uh, was a pianist, and organist, blues, blues guy. My dad uh, is uh, or was um, uh, a woodwind specialist, saxophone and an educator, big time educator, taught in the Atlanta public school system for 40 plus years. My Mm -hmm. mom was an artist, visual artist, um, and she was a singer. And she was an educator. She was uh, educator. She taught in uh, the Atlanta public school system, too. But she was a, an early childhood specialist. So her thing was just pre-K kids, you know. And That's so what my mom does. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For 20 years. Oh, yeah, man. So I had the benefit of, of all of that. And then my, grand, my grandmother sang in church. And so I just I grew up in a musically rich environment. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, you got it already planted the seed in me. So it was just about watering it. And that's all, I mean, that's all my grandfather, my dad, my mom, my grandparents, that's, that's all they did my entire life, man, was just watered that seed, you know, of creativity and, and, uh, and, and first of all, being thankful to God and grateful for the gift that he gave me, you know what I mean? And so- you know, and 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 also teaching me that there are certain responsibilities that come along with that gift, you know, and to to honor those responsibilities.
1: So, okay, I'm gonna skip ahead here because i I wanted to get to this, but uh-huh. I, so when I listen to the album, um, I really feel like I can hear the music, and your your percussion, the, uh, the deep roots that you have and a love and a connection to your ancestors. And oh, th- yeah. am I hearing that correctly? Yes, you are. That's what I felt.
3: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the undercurrent. I mean, I did all the drums, all the percussion. I played a lot of keys on the record too. I do all the basic tracks by myself first, but, but to answer your question, yes, because I've been, I mean, you know, I'm a drummer. That's my first instrument, you know, um, drums and percussion and 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 over the last ten years, not even I've gone really deep into into the clave and Afro Cuban rhythms and uh, and just trying to really cross that up and mix that up into a commercial soup, basically. You know? And so yeah, you're you 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 are getting some of those vibes and some of the, the underlying percussion stuff that's going on deep in those tracks, you know? And
1: within you, where does that come from, that rhythm within you? Have you thought about that?
3: I think it's just an ancestral thing, man. I think it's just like, you know, I, 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 uh, I traced my, my um, lineage and uh, I'm Nigerian. Mm. So the Nigerian drummers are, I mean, you know, they're, they're masters, yeah. yeah, you know? And um, so I think, think, think that's where that's coming from you
1: know why when you trace that back and you know it sounds like you know a little bit of that history of the nigerian drummers um what was how did that all begin was it part of ritual was it part of religion was it a yeah part of you know going out on the, the hunt or in the like where did that all it's, come it's, from? It's,
3: it's all of that but it stems from the yoruban religion you know what i mean so it is, it is a religious uh Thing, you know what I mean, and 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 it's a part of the culture and the church. That's how they they worship God, is with drums and these rhythms and uh, uh, different deities have mm-hmm. different rhythms that correlate with the deities. You know what I mean, yeah. and and so that's that's just like you know that's like the root of it. And so when you take that and then you start to expand that and then you mix it up with different different other rhythms and you know influences you come up with some great stuff man. one of my favorite album albums of all time is this is the drum by herbie oh, you know man. where where bill summers and herbie and uh, i mean, you know I, I, I know bill uh great i've met herbie on occasion don't know him that well but love his music always oh, have man. um but they go they take a deep dive into that you know what i mean and you can, i mean, you can really gotta, hear it, you know, on that album. I don't know if you've ever checked that album out. It's called. You know, this I think, I have. I had,
1: I had a great, great jazz uh, instructor a long time ago. Let me write it down, though. What? What? Tell me. Yeah, it's called.
3: It's as dis d i s is the d a drum. This is the drum. Okay. Beautiful artwork on the cover of that man is. It's powerful. You love it. You love. Yeah,
1: it. I think I've heard it. I because yeah. I do remember that title. Yeah, yeah. Lightly, you know, it's bringing back memories. Right. I, and I listen. We listen a lot of uh, Herbie yeah. Hancock and the jazz class. But yeah, exactly. Such a great class. Well, I was hoping that you had done some research on your ancestry because I thought, um, you know, and and telling me that you know you come from Nigeria, your family, and ancestry and the and the and the Nigerian drummers, and I think about. The drum, you know, is there another instrument that really kind of can almost get inside of you? I mean, each instrument is so special and unique in its own way. But the drums really um, almost get inside of you, right? They, yeah. they can make you. Uh,
3: they have a primal uh, nature to them. Yeah. So, yeah. It's so, almost you just, like, well, think about your heart. Think I about was, your heart. I mean, <laughs> you're walking your whole life. You got this thing pounding inside of you. I mean, you know what I mean? That's, that's a drum. Your heart is a drum. So, and, I mean, and that's what the what, drum does? Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. I, no, no, no. And so, so I'm just saying, so if you're walking around with that, I mean, you know, most people don't even think about this, you know what I mean? But you, you're feeling that rhythm inside of your body. That's the, that's your center. You know, that's the core of your soul, your body, you know what I mean? Core of your body. And so that's why when you go to concerts, man, and you sit there and you feel that kick drum come through those speakers, you can relate with that right away. You feel that. I love that, man. Yeah. yeah.
1: pushing out from within.
3: Yeah, exactly. So, th- so that's why I think that, that makes the connection. And that's why people want to dance when they hear music that's just rocking, man. They, you can't, you know, you know, the saying is, if you're not feeling that, you must be dead. You know what I mean? Because if, if, it's, just a, it's such a natural thing. It's just a natural response.
1: What does it feel like? What, Mick Fleetwood and I had dinner one night, mm-hmm. a bunch of people around, but then he comes over to me across the table and he sits down next to me and he's asking me about what I observe when I am run a restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. And then he says, I get it, I get it. And he said, I'm up there on that pedestal on the drums and I see the audience and I see, you know, everybody in their different roles, and I feel and I can almost control, yeah, the can. room in a way and the pace and the and right. some people. Are, I can tell if they're enjoying it. I can right. pick it up. I can pull. You know, all the he, the way he explained it to me. You know, he you're you're really at the you're the focal way of my throw,
3: right? I yeah, mean, exactly. Well, Maurice White said the same thing to me. You know, I spent 13 years under him. Uh, with Earth, Wind, and Fire. And he said the same thing to me. He said, Sonny, the drummer, he said, we have to know every part that's going on. Exactly. And we dictate the energy, the pace, all of that. So Mick is dead on. He's, he's, he's I mean, you know, and most, most drummers know that, you know what I mean? You sense that. But then when you start really thinking about what it is, yeah, you orchestrate. But if you think about, think about what a drum set is. Literally, it's an orchestration of multiple instruments. I'm playing multiple instruments. Where somebody may be playing just bass guitar or or just guitar, just a horn. I have a snare drum, I have hi hat, I have a tom, another tom, different sounding tom, another tom. That I have eight or nine instruments really collect, brought collectively together to make one instrument. But individually, they're all different, different instruments, different sounds. So it's like playing an orchestra, you know? So he's, Mick is dead on with that one.
1: Yeah. And he was saying, I can see, you know, the the guys on the side. If somebody, if John drops a pick, you know, I could, yeah.
3: you know, like, like <laughs> the
1: guys are watching me where to run and what right. to do and all that. I just, I, so I imagine that. I was trying to put myself in your shoes too. What's, what is that like out of your, can you describe it? to us through your eyes, what that's like to sit there and look out into that crowd. The
3: most gratifying, yeah, the most gratifying thing ever to me is, is when we jump into a groove and, and you see that sound wave pass, pass first 10 rows and all the way out and you just see people react. And then all of a sudden you got, yeah, all of a sudden you got 20,000 people, 30,000 people, and everybody is bobbing their head and clapping their hands, and they're all feeling it, and you know that it's you're the source of it as the drummer. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're, you're so, driving it. Yeah, so you're driving it. You you're know, driving so, that energy wave. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it is. You're pushing out that energy wave, and as that crosses <laughs> crosses the plane and just goes on out, man, it's it's really, really it, beautiful thing.
1: Oh they, I I really can picture that I I hadn't thought about it that way but you're touching 20,000 people yeah and beyond yeah. with yeah. with what you're doing mm-hmm. and really that that deep, that it's coming from like we said earlier within without mm-hmm. coming out yeah um, and exactly. everything plays together the whole band it right. all comes together. It's all part of that experience. But right at the base of it is Yeah. Is the is the drums, man. Yeah, the drums.
3: The heartbeat. Because you're a drummer too. Who me? Yeah, or don't you play? No, <laughs> you don't play at all. Okay, okay. I can't.
1: I was. I wish I could.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can pound on things, but I can't do what you do. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that, no, I'm not drunk. That's a the essence
3: of it, man. You know that that really is the essence. And when you and that's the most gratifying thing to me, man. You know, because and that's why I tell younger guys, it's great to like develop the chops and all that, right? And it's, it's it, that's a lot of fun. But when you can sit there and just groove, man, and have that many people just grooving with you, it's an amazing thing.
1: I don't think there's probably a cooler job on Earth than when, when, where you are <laughs> sitting there. honestly, right? I mean yeah, yeah. you're looking out and you're like, I'm yeah. oh, here, and there's Eric Laff, yeah. and there's Oh no, nah, dude. Great yeah, well, musicians.
3: Yeah, I had to pinch myself. And it's so funny that you say that because before uh before I got the gig with Earth When They Fire. I had a really vivid dream, and I told my mom about it, and I, for some reason, I had a dream, and I saw Maurice White in front of me. I saw the back of him, and just just a cloud, not, not people, just kind of, you know how a light cloud where you just, mm-hmm. but I just saw him in front of me. Kind of a mist? Yeah, exactly, man. Oh. And, and then I woke up, and I was like, oh, wow. What is that? I mean, you know, and I, I think I've been to an Earth, Wind, and Fire concert like a few days before that. I was in high school. But, but the funny part about it is, I was sitting in the nosebleed section at the concert. I was way, way, way up top, you know. But it was a fore my mom said it. She said it was a foreshadow of, of the things to come. And lo and behold, man, I got, I got the gig, and one night I'm sitting behind him, and I had that flash, that uh, deja vu moment. I was like, oh, wow. This is it man I'm, um, I'm here I'm sitting I'm sitting here. that's Maurice White in front of me dude, right there you know so how man, did I had you play so you Eric too you know
1: you had moments where you imagined yourself there and then you were there Well, I mean like, just,
3: just like well just like the other night I I, have, I didn't have a, a dream about the Eric situation, but just the other night I'm sitting there we're playing and we're grooving something and I just looked at Eric I was like, dude, that's Eric Clapton. You know, I'm just like, yeah uh, I, It's
1: like you almost thought of it for the first time. Yeah, right, exactly, exactly. What's the next feeling? Is it oh
3: well it's the we, next feeling for I'm me playing too. with Eric Clapton. Yeah, yeah. The next mess me, up. Well <laughs> the next feeling for me is just total gratitude, man. You know what I mean? It's like I'm like, this could I mean, you know, I, Eric can have his choice of any drummer in the world, dude. I'm so grateful and just so, and Maurice White and any, any of the artists that I've worked for, uh, they can have their pick of the litter of guys, man. You know what I mean? But, but, you yeah. know, I'm grateful that, that that God has chosen to place me, you know, in, in these situations and has given me the opportunity to, uh, to make music with these great people, you know?
1: Well, you bring up a good point right there. There are, a lot of talented drummers out there, right? There's a lot of talented musicians mm-hmm. you you are extremely talented you yeah, I mean, you, I buddy. couldn't say enough we could we could embarrass you all day about that. you <laughs> already know that, but you're i mean, it is there are a lot of musicians there, and yeah. as you said, Eric could pick who pretty yeah. much whomever he he'd like to play with them. so have you asked him, or has he told you what about you? I mean, I've just met you for thirty minutes now and i I think I know the answer to this I would choose but, you as well because you, <laughs> you just have this light and this um this brightness that is very attractive to a person to to uh connect with you but yeah. so so there's that you're already yeah. talented so
3: yeah you know yeah, that yeah, because
1: you got talent but but, but there's okay. more he chose you why
3: yeah well I mean you know he we talked about it just briefly but I mean just like we when I got a chance to play with him for the first time, he said to me, when we hooked up more recently, he said, Yeah, man, I just never forgot how that pocket felt. He said, I really just enjoyed that pocket when we played, you know?
1: That and pocket, like, what does that mean? That's like the, that, the groove. An... The groove okay. Yeah, the groove. You guys Be in like, the pocket together.
3: Yeah, exactly. Just kind of just, you know, create creating that, that groove, that yeah. pulse together, you know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, I, I, you know, but and then personally for me too, it's just like you know, I, I've had some of the greatest bosses, you know, uh, and I mean, you know, and I have a special connection with most of them, just because I just I I'm I'm there to really make sure my number one gig as the drummer uh, is to support their musical ideas and to give them the foundation so that they can expand and feel comfortable in doing what they do, you know? Mm-hmm. So I've, I've tried to really maintain, uh, keep that in perspective. You know what I mean? And, uh, just know that I'm kind of here more of the, uh, a musical servant, you know, and, and support. That's yeah.
1: The nice way to look at it. Well, I want to hear more about that and about the new album and your sons and, you know, all this great thing. I can already tell I'm out a time. <laughs> We haven't even Let's go, started. dude. So we got to keep we have going. We to do a part we two. Through. Definitely, definitely. I hope you come back so much. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm already six minutes past where I should have taken a break. So <laughs> I'm sorry to the sponsors, oh. <laughs> the advertisers. I'm sorry to this radio station, but we'll take a real quick break. Um, although we don't, we're going to go out and protest. I'm with Sonny <laughs> Annemarie. Sonny in the seventh time world-renowned drummer, Sonny Emery is currently on tour in Eric Clapton's band for his September 2023 North American tour dates, Sunny and the Seventh Time. His new album is titled The Seventh Time, and it's spelled with a, I love this, a seven E-V-E-N-T-H time. The first single and the video for the album is Lost in the Sunshine, which we will be debuting at the end of the interview. And you can find Sonny and the tour dates at SonnyEmory.com, S-O-N-N-Y-E-M-O-R-Y.com. We'll be right back with more Sonny Emory.
2: This is Ron Sexsmith on The Jeremiah Show, and I'd like you all to check out my latest record. It's called Hermitage, and um, you can find it
3: wherever you find all the other albums you like, and uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it too. All right. Take care. Hi, this is Sonny Emery of Sonny and the Seventh Time. We have a brand new single out for you. It is entitled Lost in the Sunshine. You can find the video on YouTube. You can find me at SonnyEmery.com. Uh, at Sonny Emery on Instagram and on Facebook, Sonny Emery Music. Once again, Sonny Emery of the seventh time. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show.
4: Before the next great song plays, let's pause to consider all the people who work tirelessly to bring us the music we love. Music Cares is music's leading national charity that provides a safety net of support and crisis relief for the music community. Everyone from musicians to tour managers, sound engineers to designers can rely on Music Cares to provide emergency financial assistance and essential resources in times of need. Find out how you can help at musiccares.org. That's M U S I C A R E S.org.
1: Like to watch? Subscribe to The Jeremiah Show on YouTube. Ooh, ooh.
2: Mm Oh, oh, oh.
1: Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. My special guest today is Sonny Emery, the drummer, percussionist, a singer, and a songwriter. On November 17th, just a couple days ago, uh, he and his new group released their self-titled debut, Sonny and the Seventh Time. He is joined on the album by longtime friend, bassist Sam Sims, and Sonny's sons, Nick Gibran, vocals and keys, and Nye Emery. He's the master engineer. In addition to drumming, uh, he takes Center Sunny takes Center Stage, with lead vocals on three of the songs. He's a co-writer of six of the tracks on the album, and he's in the background vocals and keys throughout. Sonny, welcome back.
3: Uh, thank you, buddy. Thanks for having me again. It's having a lot of fun talking to you.
1: Yeah, me too. It's, um, just love what you're doing. I love uh, the energy, um, the 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 work that you're putting out. Uh, you're on tour. You just dropped your album. Uh, we're gonna play at the end of this uh, state. Don't go anywhere. At the end of the show, we're gonna play the uh, first first uh, song off the album, "Lost in the Sunshine." Yeah. So we're talking about you. We're talking about the, your ancestors and where the rhythm comes from um if you missed any of it go back and check it out on the podcast um you i don't know if you told me when did you actually start drumming and picking up the drums
3: i started playing drums at the age of four um i told you before my, my father was an educator and played yeah. sax so he kind of shoved his sax in my mouth first but because he was an educator he had you know several instruments around the house so had a set of bongos there And uh, I gravitated to the bongos and him being the teacher, uh, he and my mom being the educators, uh, you know, they jumped right on that. That's what he wants to do. Uh, Next thing I know, man, I had a nice little small miniature kit, Japanese kit by a company called Zimgar, uh, of actual, you know, real wooden drums, but they're a miniature size. And I started playing and the rest is history, you know, and then started playing with my... My father and grandfather and was I was playing in clubs with my dad when I was like seven, eight years old. Oh, that's incredible! You were yeah. able to get into clubs. Well, <laughs> so my dad was the band. family. you. <laughs> I tell you a funny story though. I used to have to. My dad used to have to hire another guy. I would play as long as I could before I got tired, before I got sleepy, you know. And uh, and uh, and so and then one day, one day my mom said, "I guess my mom and dad had a little tiff about." the money and how he was paying the band and she sat overheard her telling him in the kitchen you better make sure my baby gets paid <laughs> uh, your first yeah. manager yeah exactly momager,
1: a momager yeah yeah. You had a momager. yeah i love the idea do you tell eric like hey if i get a little tired can i take a nap
3: <laughs> <laughs> i don't think that'll work nowadays but hey dude you know." I watched
1: uh, someone like you, you know, the professional like you, a drummer like you, just the energy that uh, I, I'm not taking away from anything from the other musicians. But that mm-hmm. energy drumming and playing all the different instruments, as you mentioned, you know, on the on the drum kit there. Um, is there anything like I mean, that's an exercise. Well, I watched Mick one night do that and I, for yeah. 72 years old and he and his in and the fleet was on Front Street in his own club. Right. Hanging it out. Steven yeah. Tyler,
3: you know uh, yeah. the front. You be, I watched you him be for safe. hours. So, what so shape again? do you have to be in? Oh, I mean, you have to be in, in 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 crazy shape, man. I mean, you know, it's like I have a funny story I always tell, right quick. What I did, I played with Cameo, and my very first gig with Cameo was in Denver, Colorado. So, being young, I was in college, you know, and I hadn't really committed to my workout regime yet, so. I was just like hanging out, you know, playing every night, going out on dates and doing my thing. I wasn't worried about working out, you know, I got the gig with Cameo. So here we are in Denver playing this high energy funk gig and I'm just sucking wind, man. I'm like asking for water every two seconds. (laughs) Larry Blackman looks back at me and he sees what's going on with me and and he screams over the mic to the tech. Don't give him any more water. Don't give him any more water. So the tech couldn't come out, so i had I was struggling man <laughs> I mean, I was really, really struggling, so after that I made it a, sounds like a, abuse no, no water. <laughs> i made, I made a total commitment, man, to get my behind in the gym and to stay in the gym and i've I've tried to do that i mean i I swim a lot, I lift, I've been practicing yoga now for about thirty years, and uh so so I mean it you know it really makes for. An easier night for me, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. the travel schedule, in and of itself, is going to deplete you of some rest and deprive mm-hmm. you of some rest. You know what I mean? So the better shape that you can be in when you hit that stage, the better off you're going to be. You know?
1: Uh, do you practice breathing? Yeah, and imagine breathing comes into that. Oh yeah. Of,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's a part thing. of the that's a part of the drumming technique that I teach all of my students. You know how to not be so tense in your upper body, how to breathe uh, and, and flow freely, let air flow in and out of your body freely so that you can stay relaxed and fluid behind the drum set. And the more you can do that, then you can, you can kind of just, you can kind of cruise. You can still play with power, but you're not, it's not tense, you know, your your mm-hmm. body's not tense, so you're not using as much energy.
1: I, I I saw something about um, recently about how people hold their breath a lot now on their computers when they're typing yeah. or they're doing something creative when they, when it matters, they hold, yeah. their, they, hold they find their themselves breath. holding their breath and how it really mess, you know, messes up your thinking and your, your, yeah. your physical. And so I imagine, you know, breathing has got to be. Yeah, really it's really important a, to for yeah. what you do. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, obviously I, for all of us, we need to yeah. breathe. But,
3: <laughs> but I can look at a guy play and tell whether or not he's relaxing or breathing or not. You know, it's just a body language thing and I can see it. Mm. And I, when I when I have students and they start to go down that path, we stop and I'll work on just that. You know, just breathing and opening up the, the, Interesting. Upper, the upper chest and, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, your new band. Sonny and the Seventh Time includes your two sons. Yeah. Tell me about Nick and Nye.
3: Yeah, they're both incredible musicians, man. They, they both play keys. They're both excellent songwriters. Nigel, the oldest, is more of a... I mean, he does sing, but he likes spoken word. So he does a lot of rap. He's featured on the album. He's rapping on, the, on one oh, track
1: yeah. on the record. Yeah, that's a great song.
3: Uh, yeah, uh, Tiptoe. And and uh and Nicholas is more of the singer songwriter. Um he's actually, you know, a a accomplished vocalist. I mean, great singer, you know. Uh he was kind of coaching me with my vocal approach. And um, but he plays keys and does a lot of writing. So I mean, you know, he brought a couple of tunes to the table and and we started developing them together. You know, he'll bring something And he would have programmed the drums and he goes, dad, I want you to, you need to put some drums on this. And I always I always mess with him, Jeremiah. I go, okay, well, what kind of budget do you have, son? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't come cheap. I play yeah, with Eric right. Clapton.
3: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Wind and fire Exactly. Come on. Not only that, I fed I love you, son, but I, yeah, not only that, I fed you since day one. Now you want me to play drum tracks? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and
1: you, you probably go back to your mom, your mom and Jeremy, like,
3: yeah, I gotta get paid. Yeah, right. Yeah. My <laughs> I, mom's it yeah, but up. then, but then, my wife flips it on me. Well, my baby has to get paid too. <laughs> are you, are you yeah, paid? right. Exactly. Uh, so well, yeah, we have a lot of fun, man. So they, they, they. I'm really proud of. First of all, they're they they're great young men. Uh, they've they 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 are both college grads, you know, and they're they're doing their thing. I'm very proud of them, and uh, we have I have a, a label, Emory Music Group, EMG. And they're obviously a part of EMG. They're going to be releasing some music on their own pretty soon, and we're going to be doing, we're going to be signing some new acts, you know. And they're going to be kind of like my A and R guys, you know. Well, I hope they, you bring they're, them
1: they're here, Sonny. I hope you bring them here.
3: Oh here. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we will, buddy. Yeah, honored. Definitely. Yeah, we definitely will, man. I mean, Sunny and the Seventh Time is the 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 um the what first project um that we just. You know, really pushing on EMG, but you're going to be some some others, lots of others.
1: I want to go back to your sons for a second. You said they're both good men. how what do you as a father, what do you instill as a what makes a good man and how do you teach that to your sons?
3: Well, the first thing that I teach them is respect and honor uh, God and honor the gift that he's given them because I want them to realize that not everybody has the gift of music the way that they do. They're both child prodigies. You know what I mean? They were just like I was, you know,
1: just point to me and say, do you want to be like him? He's got no (laughs) gifts.
3: (laughs) Don't be like Jeremiah. (laughs) (laughs) No, dude. I mean, we all have gifts. You know what I mean? We all have gifts. We just express them in different ways, you know? And so that's what I, that's, you know, that's what I've been trying to instill in them since they were babies. It's like, and the other thing is, look, you know what? Okay. So now you have this gift. But just because you have the gift doesn't mean that you know things success is just gonna fall on your left. You have to work, you have to work hard, you know uh in order to uh to succeed you know and 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 make smart decisions and uh and honor your commitments. That's something that i'm I'm big on. you gotta honor your commitments if you tell somebody you're gonna do something, do it
1: mm-hmm. you know? yeah, yeah for uh, sure. and just, yeah and they'll they will stand out especially these days. At yeah. the top, yeah, man. because uh, following that rule, yeah. following yeah, showing yeah. up and and you know, yeah, exactly. Man. Others, yeah. Um, I think it's so important to talk about what what makes a good man, especially to young men.
3: Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely.
1: Thanks for sharing that. Let's yeah. uh, the al uh, the name of the band actually the seventh time. Does that relate to anything?
3: Yeah, it does. Is uh, I was reading a biblical passage and um, there was a fa- a famine. I mean, uh, a drought. And um, uh, I believe it's in Kings. And Elijah prayed for rain. And he sent his assistant out to see if there were any signs of rain. Uh, but on the seventh time, his assistant came back and reported that there was a little cloud about the size of a man's hand forming off, way off in the distance. And within two, two or three minutes, There was a massive rainstorm. So on the seventh time is when when that rain came in, the blessing of the rains came in.
1: And what what does that story say? What is the the parable, I guess? The
3: parable there is to have faith, even though, even though, yeah, even though that was seven times, Mm -hmm. you know, Elijah could have given up after the first or second time or third, even the fourth time, you know, but his faith kept him solid, you know. So God delivered on the seventh timing, you know, it's God's timing, man. So you just never know. And it just it just struck me because I was in the middle of this project and just trying to, you know, and going, okay, do I really wanna do I really wanna do this? Um and and I had to come to grips with, okay, I can't worry about it being successful. I have to have faith and I have to know that it's gonna be successful. So when I read that, it just resonated with me. I say, okay, so yeah. It's gonna happen. It may not happen when I want it to happen, you know, the fourth time, the fifth time, but it may happen. So the seventh time, just that, just kind of rang in my brain and in my heart when I read that, and uh, I was like, "Oh man, that'd be the killer name for the group, man." So I, I wanted just the seventh time. I didn't want to put my name up front, but then all of my whole team and 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 everybody, you know, Cheryl included. Everybody was like, no, you need to stick your name in front of that. You mm-hmm. know, so that's why sunny and the seventh time. And then, you know, everybody started telling me, I, I like the ring. I like the na- the way it sounds, you know, I like I like I it. Too. You know,
1: I do too. Oh, uh, well, there's a question I have for that, but I actually need to take another break. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's take that break, though, and promote what you're what you got coming up. Um, so let's see the 23rd and the 24th. God, we're there. Yeah, world-renowned drummer Sonny Emery is currently on tour with Eric Clapton. Jeez, Eric Clapton! I just say that name, and (laughs) years of music come back to me, hitting me and knocking me over like a wave. I mean, he's just uh, so—it's one of the to me, it's one of the names that you just think, "Wow, yeah, iconic and iconic," and to put out, you know, and all, all the different memories, the music. You know, I I bet the tour is just incredible to show um, with the music and the years of our lives that we've shared with Eric Clapton, you know, the tragedies and the the good times and the bad times. Um, So it is the 23rd and 24th of September. They're at the Crypto Arena in LA. And if you're not there, get down there. Um, There's also a new album, Sunny and the Seventh Time. The album is entitled The Seventh Time. Lost in the Sunshine is coming up here in a minute. It's the uh, single, and check out the video. It's really a lot of fun. Is that your family, Sonny, in the video? And
3: where are you guys- uh, That's Nicholas on the beach with me. Okay, but that's a friend of mine. The, the young lady who's dancing in the video—that's uh, Kira de Costa. We did a lot of work with Bette Midler. She was one of Bette Midler's dancers, okay. and she just had recently moved to to Atlanta. And I was like, oh, man, it's perfect timing. Would you please do this video with me? She's like, yeah, sure. So we did that. And uh, then obviously you saw the band, my band in a couple of scenes. Sam is uh, in the band. And Mm -hmm. then my guitarist, his name is Theo Kutsidis, um, he's from Greece. I call him the Greek freak because he's so bad, man. And
1: uh, every and, Greek I've met's a freak too, <laughs> <laughs> in a good way.
3: Yeah, yeah. right. They're so yeah, so that's the band, man. In the video, you know, that's kind of just introducing the band. Where was it shot? It we like shot a- the, the beach sings, You mean the yeah. beach scenes were shot down in Florida? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So
1: this weekend, uh, legendary guitarist. Eric Clapton Crossborough's Guitar Festival, 23rd and 24th at Crypto Arena Crypto you com. Get some tickets. You can get. I wonder if you can you get tickets through your website,
3: Sonny. Ah, uh, no, not through mine. But you can go to I think ericclapton.com. Um, find them. If they, is it sold out yet or? I think it's getting it. close. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to
1: be close. Yeah. Two nights. Check it out. All right, we'll be right back. Sunny Emery.
2: Wasn't quite like anything you might try This side of life, for advice, pay a price There's no twice, we get just one ride So take this advice, love will take you further When you learn to give it right So atypical, on this love elliptical Spinning around and around Unexistent means, but your heart don't stand to change. Now it's all you your hands. Ain't no typical, ain't no typical, ain't no typical love.
5: Ain't no typical, ain't no typical, ain't no typical love. All right. Hey. I'm Johnny Vantos, formerly of Oingo Boingo. Now I got my own band called Oingo Boingo Former Members. And I'm here on the Mike Gormley Show, actually visiting with Mike Gormley on the Jeremiah Show. Keep up, will ya? There is a lot going on
1: here. Subscribe and always be in the no crowd. Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. Sonny Emery is my special guest today. Sonny and the seventh time, his new band put together. So let me ask the question that I wanted to ask before break. The seventh time you talked about, if you're if you're just joining us, Sonny explained um, a passage that he read about, and, and basically it's on, you know, it's, it's a, a parable about faith and going out and checking for rain, checking for rain. The seventh time. There was a cloud and it was coming and, uh, and and it struck Sonny as such a great, I guess, life lesson in a way for all of us. I mean, just never give up and keep going back and having faith that, you know, if you're doing, if you're pursuing something, you go after it mm-hmm. and um, you'll get exactly. there. But that's my question, Sonny. So why did that stand out so much to you, that story? Had you, and this is the formation of your new band, so I'm, yeah. what happened? happened, are you, you, I mean, you play with so many great people. That's enough.
3: Yeah, right well. Time for,
1: that never yeah, happens for most it, people.
3: Yeah, that's true. And I'm very grateful for that. But I've always had a drive and a, and a will to want to do it on my own. And I've had bosses like Bent Midler and, and Maurice White and Eric who say to me, go, do it, do it. You know what I mean? So so and and I've 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 recorded other projects I've put together other bands in the past you know um so you know none none of them have been as successful as I would have liked for them to have been you know so but I just got to a point where I was like well I'm not going to stop until I'm successful I'm just going to keep going it doesn't matter how many projects I've done before and I'm realizing that everything that I've done before Fed into this project, the knowledge that I have, I've gotten better as a singer, better as a songwriter, better, better as a producer. You know, for so long I was just focusing on playing great drum tracks, you know, and 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 recording, uh, you know, great great drum tracks. Um, but now putting on the production hat, the lead vocalist hat, you know, uh, the arranger hat. Um, That's a lot of information. You know, that's a lot to to be learned and gleaned. Um, So in order to do it on the level that I wanted to do it, I I understand why it's taken me this long to get to this particular combination. First of all, of guys, the personalities in the the group are beautiful. I mean, Sam and I are joined at the hip. We've been playing together since the mid-80s. We were roommates. We, We moved to L.A. together. And 87, we started that part of the of our music musical journey together. We were playing in college together. We partied together. We, you know, we've been through a lot together. We came up so, together, yeah, we came up together, man. So I called him and I said, "Dude, I want I want to do a group with just you and I and the boys. You know, I'm going to cut all the fluff. That's all I need right there. Okay." And he was like, "I'm in." And so you know it—it's taken me that long, so that's why it resonated with me because I needed to just have faith that I was going to get to this point where it really felt good to me and things were clicking on all cylinders musically and otherwise. You know,
1: mm-hmm. it's a great album, and I want to encourage everybody right now to go show you some love and sunny and Please. Yeah. <laughs> yes, seven <laughs> time you know a lot of people just were there are so many things to do and see and listen to in these days um but a lot of people listen but they forget that little it's so important to give you feedback and your band and follow it or or yeah. or download it or just or just stream it and like it you know yeah. and give that yeah. feedback cuz it's not the you know it's you, you put so much work and love and heart into it with yeah. the, and and the thing
3: yeah, and the thing of it is, is, I mean, you know, I'm doing this, I want, I'm doing it for you guys, for the public, you know? So, I want to hear what people are thinking about it, you know what yeah. I mean? And I i mean, you know, I'm not a dummy. I know there are going to be some naysayers, There's are going to be some people who don't like it, whatever. You know what I mean? But there's going to be tons of people who love it, you know? And that's, that's all I want, you know what I mean? I just want to be able to, like, say, hey, look, this is my contribution to the music world. Check it out. If you dig it, come hang with us. Become a part of the seventh time nation. Let's get it. You know,
1: I'm sure you would say it's 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 just it's enough for me if I've connected with one person. Oh yeah, you, you have with me. So oh, you got that one, but <laughs> but you I know you have hundreds of thousands of fans, millions of fans. I don't know. I can't can't count it, but it definitely. I think a lot of people listen and love it and enjoy it, but they forget to do the thing just yeah. takes a little extra effort it's like
3: right exactly exactly i just show, show, show that you love. that you love it yeah exactly yeah, yeah well hopefully but, i mean this will resonate with people what you're saying you know and people will take that, that extra little step you know
1: yeah uh it's a really great album you've been enjoying it throughout the show today um so Sonny, we're coming to the end here and i i'm looking at all my questions of course i did you know, I went overboard and I, but there's so much I want to know about you. So I do hope you come back.
3: Yes, um, I'd love to come back, man. Just say when. What about
1: uh, Eminence Front, uh, written by Peter Townsend, Ride right of the Who? What yeah. did it mean to you personally? Why did you include it on the album?
3: I, well, first of all, I love that song. That in my college days, that was something I played all the time, man. Love that. And I was just kind of like infatuated with the, the, where the groove was, and I was like, okay man if i if I put my spin on this, I think this might work and um and so I just decided I decided to cut it and then and and it's funny because i I cut the track and it sat for a long time because I didn't know who was gonna sing it, you know, and then, <laughs> and then finally uh. Nicholas said, Dad, you need to sing this song. I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot, you know? And we started tracking it, and it came out, you know, came out pretty good. So I was pretty happy with it. And so uh, I just think it's a great opener, man. I just, you know, the way it opens, I'm, and I'm always thinking stage two. You know what I mean? So that yeah. whole sequencing thing, and uh, I'm seeing the lights and the yeah. whole thing, and you know, so I thought it would be great to open the album with it, and I—I I mean, the Who, I just—I love those guys. You know I mean?
1: You're projecting into that that foggy mist.
3: Yes, your,
1: yes, I'm measuring yeah. what's next for everything creatively. I love that. Um, it sounds like this album, Sonny, was also—you know—you mentioned Seventh Time, okay, and then you mentioned you've, you. Well, you obviously worked with some of the world's greatest musicians, and you still are. Eric Clapton this yeah. weekend. Um, it's, and you kept trying, you kept going back and going, I want to do it on my own too. Mm-hmm. And so it sounds like, and your son's talked to you, and you're looking for another vocalist. They say, no, it's you, you've got it. Yeah. It's, it sounds like this album has also been a personal journey and one where maybe you're realizing throughout the process, the creative process, that you are enough. Yeah. You are yeah.
3: Yeah, I am. And this is like kind of the breakout album for me as a vocalist. You know, Maurice, I did a couple of things for Earth and the Fire where Maurice, uh, he had MC Hammer on an album that we did, right? But MC Hammer didn't tour with us. So, I went to Maurice one day I was like, well, who's going to do the rap on these songs? He looked at me and went, you are. (laughs) So, he's always pushed me, you know what I mean? Always pushed me, always pushed me. and so, yeah, now this, this was a journey where I kind of uh, – a self-journey uh, where I realized, you know what? I got the goods, man. I can sing this you stuff. You got it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so this like,
1: is the mirror and a way back at yourself. And what, do you, what is the album – what do you want the album to say about you, Sonny?
3: I want the album to say that, I, that, you know, that first of all, I'm, I'm dedicated to the craft of, of, of recording, writing, and producing great music. Music you know with great songs and great lyrics and that's exactly what I told the band my sons and Sam when we met before we started this journey I said I want to make a musical impact I want every song to be meaningful you know to have meaningful lyrics so it says it says that you know to to me for me that I can step beyond being just a drummer you know, I'm more than just that drummer, you know? And so um, hopefully people will see that, enjoy it. You know, I can't wait to get this thing live on stage and rock, you know, because I want to be able to run to the mic, back to the drums, <laughs> over to the percussion stand, I mean, <laughs> and just have fun with it, you know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. I've gotten to that point now. I mean, about midway through the project, I was like, man, this is this is fun because this is so. The self discovery route is fun, man. When you discover some and I've been praying too that that God will reveal to me some new gifts, some different gifts, some gifts that I didn't know I really had, you know. And so um and he 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 did it to me on the you know, he just gave it to me. Yeah. So
1: and you that. shared it with us, and so we thank you, Dev. We thank you so much for that, Sonny. My yeah. special guest today is Sonny Emery Drummer. He's a percussionist, a singer and a songwriter. Uh, on the 17th, just a couple days ago, his newly formed group released their safe, self-titled debut, Sonny and the Seventh Time. He was joined by his longtime friend, bassist Sam Sims and Sonny's sons, Nick and Nye, uh, vocals keys and master engineer. And Sonny also, in addition to the drumming on this album, takes center stage with three lead vocals on some, three songs. He's a co writer of six of the tracks, and he handles background vocals and keys throughout the album. We're going to come right back. We're going to debut here on the show, Lost in the Sunshine. Sonny's going to set it up for us. And uh, so don't go anywhere. It's really a great song, Lost in the Sunshine, coming up. We'll be right back.
5: santa davis and you're listening to the jeremiah show kzsb and am 1290 i have an album that i released maybe a year or so ago watch your liberty it's on itunes cd baby spotify it's out there type in carlton santa davis and you will see it come on
3: check it out hi this is sonny emery the drummer with eric clapton uh we are uh coming up on The crossroads dates so we'll see you at crypto arena on the 23rd and 24th of september and you're listening to the jeremiah show
1: roll a seven every time by advertising on the jeremiah show and get your message out on seven shows we're always on the radio
2: I'm you my I you make my dreams
1: welcome back to the Jeremiah show uh, world renowned drummer Sonny Emery is here he's been here all hour if you're just joining us you don't want to hear this uh, interview go back and check it out on the podcast um, but welcome everyone because uh, you're just in time to hear lost in the sunshine it's the first single and an amazing video uh, to support the song uh you can check it out on youtube his new album is the seventh time sunnyemory.com to get all of your gear and your tour dates and your music from sunny that's a great website check it out and welcome back sunny so set up the song for us if you wouldn't mind lost in the sunshine
3: yeah, this is a, a power ballad that I'm singing lead vocals on. And this is like an homage to uh, this is from like a guy talking about the love that he has for his girl. And it's so bright and stunning that he is just completely lost in her sunshine. Wow. So this is uh, this is a, a, a big, uh, big stadium. Uh, big, big groove type of ballad. Uh, I have fun singing it. I have fun playing drums on it. I hope you guys uh, enjoy it. I want to thank my bandmates, Sam Sims, my wonderful sons, Nick Gabron and Nigel Emery for uh, coming together with us and putting together this masterpiece. And we just uh, hopefully you guys Uh, we'll enjoy this. We're going to bring this to you with much love. Jeremiah, thank you so much for having me on the show. You guys enjoy. Check us out on the road. Uh, We're going to come at you very soon with some tour dates and um, come join the Seventh Time Nation. Thank you so much.
1: I love that. I love it. Uh, Those are great words to end on in here. Although I can't, I can't just let it go. I've got to say something. Okay. (laughs) Those are such great words. I should just let you go with that. But I was thinking about the song, the power ballad they're just about to hear. And I was thinking, how many people do you bump into people that say, I played that on our first date, or that was uh you know, that was uh <laughs> you're right. Yeah, you know, here's my my son. Oh, you're <laughs> <right>. <laughs> exactly. Music inspired us. Um we got married, it's our anniversary song, it was our dance. I mean, isn't that cool that you create that that yeah. for so many thousands yeah. of people out there? Yeah, really sure. I know, hope know, so you the stories, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, yeah. so sorry, I had to just think about I just had to talk out loud about that one, that thought. Ooh. Lost in the sunshine sunny and the seventh time listen more and evolve and
4: have a great day enjoy the music before the next great song plays let's pause to consider all the people working tirelessly to bring us the music we love everyone from musicians to tour managers sound engineers to designers keep the music playing even when their own lives feel out of rhythm music cares is music's leading national charity providing a safety net of support and crisis relief for the music community many music professionals struggle with a lack of essential resources. Often, they don't have access to proper health services, and living on the road presents extreme challenges in managing their personal wellness. If you're a music professional, Music Cares can help with emergency financial assistance for medical and living expenses, disaster relief, preventative care, treatment for addiction recovery, and mental health services. Music pros and fans alike can learn more and get involved at musiccares.org. That's M-U-S-I-C. A-R-E-S dot and you are listening to The Jeremiah Show.
0: Listen, man. Did you like our soundtrack? Find all of our soundtracks on Spotify. The Jeremiah Show. Look for the black label. As always, a big thanks to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all. Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at jeremiah at JeremiahShow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve.
5: My name's Danny Dreho. Jeremiah, you're loved, Holmes.
2: You're so cool. You're so cool. You're so cool.